0: This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. And drives that
1: to center. Center fielder Apodaca going going back, back to the track, and it's over the wall!
0: Live play-by-play coverage of BYU Baseball is brought to you by doTERRA. doTERRA, proud sponsor of the BYU Baseball team. Now let's get you ready for Cougar Baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: Good morning, Cougar baseball fans. Welcome back inside beautiful Hawks Field at Haymarket Park in Lincoln, Nebraska, home of the Nebraska Cornhuskers for the final game of a four-game series between BYU and Nebraska. The best the Huskers can do is play for a series split. BYU is out for the 3-1 series win after a pair of comeback victories in Friday's doubleheader. I am Greg Rubel. It's been a pleasure to bring you BYU baseball on this Easter weekend. It's been a good weekend for the Cougs. Tough one, nothing loss to the Huskers on Thursday night, followed by Friday's twist. Bills sweep the first two wins for interim head coach Trent Pratt as he assumes his new role in the BYU dugout and with starting lineups in the first pitch straight ahead. Time to hear from the coach in our leadoff interview with BYU interim head coach Trent Pratt brought to you by doTERRA. doTERRA pursue what's pure and today coach Pratt tells us about his BYU team that is really coming together it feels like as it plays for its 20th win of the season here today in Lincoln.
2: I think a little bit, but today's a new day too. So yesterday was great and fun, but man, we got to kind of flush that and come out and ready today and, and just get ready to play today and worry about today. What do you like most about the group right now? I think they're being tough. I mean, that's the biggest thing is we're playing hard. Um, they're playing for each other. And I think when we do those two things, we have a chance to win a lot of games. Friday's sweep, uh,
1: saw a couple of comeback wins. Uh, resiliency is uh, proving to be one of the characteristics of this team, whether it's lineup resiliency due to injury or in-game resiliency. Yeah, I, th-
2: I think, like you said, they're playing for each other. And I think the guys on the bench are, when called upon, they're ready to play. And at the same time, the guys that aren't in are, man, are, are truly behind and rooting for the guys that are in the game. Jansen Kiesel settling into a Saturday starter role for you. Uh, what do you like what you're seeing from Jansen these days? Uh, Jansen's had a couple rough starts the last couple times, but, man, his stuff's electric. And it's like, you feel like every time Jansen goes on the mound, he's got a, he's got a chance to run through someone else's lineup and, and not give up many hits and win a lot of games. He has power stuff, and he's a bright young spot in our pitching staff. How much do you like about what you're getting from uh, both tops and bottoms of the batting orders right now? <laughs> man, we couldn't ask for more the last couple of games. It's been... Like we talked about last night the guys at the top man mitch had a couple walks and hit hit got hit by pitch he's getting on base and the guys at the bottom are coming through in big spots so when you have a team that man one through nine can can produce for you man the good things can happen and two of your
1: biggest hits yesterday were freshmen out of the eight yeah. nine hole that's a really encouraging sign
2: yeah it's awesome those guys come in and man aren't afraid they, they're going to and. And it's good maybe they don't know the mo- how big the moment is, and and that's okay because it-, it really helped us win the game yesterday.
1: It's been a while since Mason Strong's gotten back-to-back starts at catcher, but you'll give him another start today.
2: Yeah, he, he went through a knee injury earlier in the year, and so – Man, we're excited to see Mason come back, and it seemed like his at-bats from his first at-bat to his last at-bat obviously got better each time, so we'll see if that can
1: carry over today a little bit. Nebraska's struggling a bit right now, but this is a Big Ten regular season champion from last year, a preseason pick to win the Big Ten this year. This would be a big series win for
2: BYU. Yeah, and they're going to come back ready to play today. Um, they're a team that's used to winning, and I'm sure they're down right now, but they're going to come back, and they're going to fight them ready to play today, so we have our hands full. Coach, good luck in this one. We'll talk to you game. Thanks, Greg. Appreciate it.
1: All right, that is BYU interim head coach Trent Pratt. Time for today's starting lineups courtesy of Big O Tires. Your local Big O Tires has financing available. Big O Tires, the team you trust. Getting underway just a little bit early here, so we'll start it with Ozzie Pratt leading off and actually in the batter's box right now. Ozzie Pratt leads off and plays second base, hitting second. Brock Watkins playing shortstop. Mitch McIntyre plays center field, hits third, hitting cleanup. The right fielder, Ryan Sapiti will catch the rest of the batting order after strike one is delivered from starter Jackson Brockett for Nebraska. Austin Deming hits fifth and plays third base. Hayden Latham hits sixth and D.H.'s Alex Sardina as that's fouled out of play by Ozzie Pratt for an 0-2 count. Sardina plays first base, hitting seventh. Mason Strong hitting eighth, plays catcher. Dawson Hall, left field, hits ninth. And the starting pitcher for BYU, Jansen Kiesel. Starter for Nebraska is Jackson Brockett and has Ozzie Pratt down 0-2 and almost hit him with that third ball. Ozzy turns away from it. It's a one and two count to BYU's leadoff hitter. The second baseman, number five, Ozzie Pratt, just underway here in Lincoln, Nebraska. A cool, breezy morning. And that'll be high and away, so from 0-2 to 2-2. At first pitch, 37 degrees. With a wind out of the north at twelve miles per hour for a feels like of twenty-nine for these guys this morning. That's Chopper from Ozzy to second baseman Core Jackson. He'll fire to first. Ozzy's speedy, but the throw beats him. Jackson to Jack Style. And it's one gone for BYU here in the top of the first inning. Cougars have broken out really well this year in terms of scoring in the first inning and scoring first. Cooks have scored 26 runs in the first inning, but haven't scored in the first inning in this series, nor have the Kooks scored first in this series. Brock Watkins digs in, takes strike one. And BYU wins scoring first, an 11-5 record this season. 500 when they don't score first, 8-8, including two wins yesterday. Comebacks in both for BYU. And that's base hit up the middle for Brock Watkins. And for Brock, that's his first hit of the series. He was 0 for 11 at the plate until that single up the middle just now. Now Yes. Brock Watkins. After it goes to 11 with his hitless run here in Lincoln, gets a hit to get this one underway for BYU in the offensive column. So, after a 4-3 ground out by Ozzie Pratt. It's a single to center for Brock Watkins. Brings up Mitch McIntyre. Mitch looking for his first hit of the series. He's 0 for 9. A couple of bases on balls and hit by pitch. Take strike one. So Brock Watkins at first with the first hit of this game. And it had taken BYU a while to get its first hits here in Lincoln. That's their first first inning hit of the series. In fact, BYU didn't have a hit in either of the first two innings through games one, two and three of this series. They're taking strike 0-2 to McIntyre with Watkins on first. Top of the first here in Lincoln. And that is lined to the third baseman and Brock Watkins is doubled off and that'll do it for BYU in the top of the first inning. Brock Watkins slipped and fell as he tried to get back to first. A hot shot caught by the third baseman, Max Anderson, and an easy double off, and that'll be it for BYU. In the, for the Kooks, top of the first, no runs, no hits, no, and there was no runs, one hit, no errors, and a man. No runners were left on as It was Brock Watkins being doubled off, so that'll take us to the bottom of the first. BYU 0, Nebraska 0. Cornhuskers hit first next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: Nebraska batting, order leading off, playing center field, number 13, Cam Chick, hitting second, right fielder, number 18, Garrett Anglum, hitting third, third baseman, number four, Max Anderson. Clean up the catcher, number 16, Griffin Everett, hitting fifth, DH, number 47, Nick Wimmers, hitting sixth, number 10, Leighton Banjoff, the left fielder, hitting seventh, Efri Cervantes, the shortstop, hitting eighth, Core Jackson, the second baseman, And hitting ninth, the first baseman, Jack Stile. Starting pitcher for the Cornhuskers, as we noted a moment ago, is Jackson Brockett. BYU starter is Jansen Kiesel. And he delivers ball one to Cam Chick, first Nebraska hitter of the day. The freshman Kiesel on the mound as the Cougars look for the 3-1 series win. Cougs took two yesterday after Nebraska took the opener Thursday night. And two balls, no strikes delivered from Kiesel to Chick. And that is hit deep in the air to right. And that is a no doubter. That's a solo shot. A leadoff home run for Nebraska. Kamchick's second homer of this series after a two-run home run in the seventh inning yesterday tying the game. So Kamchick makes it one nothing early. First batter of the game goes deep on Jansen Kiesel. For Kiesel. That's his third home run allowed of the season. And for Cam Chick, that is home run number five on the year and second in as many days. So Cam Chick with a solo home run makes it 1-0 Cornhuskers, bottom of the first and no one out for BYU. Kiesel rears back and throws 93 high for ball one. Inside nearly hit Garrett Anglum, the number two hitter. And it's two balls and no strikes to Anglem. Anglum two for ten in the series. So Nebraska has scored first in all four games of this series. That's foul tip back to the screen. Two balls and a strike. BYU in the Saturday black jerseys with the Sailor Coog on the chest. Black and royal caps with the Sailor Coog logo. Gray pants, black socks. Nebraska in the red jerseys, white pants, red socks, red caps today. The 2-1 to Garrett Anglum. And that's high and tight for ball three. So Kiesel looking to find an early groove after Chick grooved one out of here to make it 1-0 solo blast to right field wind blowing out to right again that's a swing and a miss for a full count three balls and two strikes to Garrett Anglum Anglum has reached base in eight of his last nine games coming into today that's a grounder to Ozzie Pratt he'll handle cleanly and fire to Alex Sardina at first for the first out in the bottom of the first inning Nebraska 1, BYU 0 on the solo home run from Cam Chick moments ago. Anglem retired on the 4-3. It'll bring Max Anderson to the plate. Nebraska's jerseys today with the word Huskers across the chest. And Cougs have the Sailor Coug on their jersey. That's foul to the backstop. Jansen gets early ahead of Anderson. 0 and 1. There's a 91 mile per hour fastball fouled back. The 0 1. That's fouled out of play down the first baseline. So Max Anderson finds himself in an 0 and 2 hole. All three hits in the series for Max Anderson are extra base hits a double, triple, and a home run. The 0-2, that's chase pitch, and no dice from Anderson, so one ball and two strikes. And Max Anderson, 3 for 10, including a home run. That was in the first game yesterday, game won by BYU, 3-2, a seven-inning game. Grounded Ozzie Pratt at second. He'll fire to first, and it's a second consecutive 4-3 ground out. For Nebraska, after the solo home run by Cam Chick to get things underway, a leadoff home run for the Cornhuskers. Ozzie Pratt to Alex Sardina twice for the next two batters in the first two outs in the bottom of the first. Griffin Everett, the catcher, will now hit. That'll be inside for ball one from Kiesel. Jansen making his ninth start. Every appearance has been a start for the freshman. He's 2-2 with a 4.73 ERA. And he's now pitched exactly 33 innings this season. The 1-0 to Everett. And that's solidly hit to left field. Dawson Hall back and to the track and just shy of the track will make the catch. And that'll do it. So three consecutive outs after a leadoff home run. For Nebraska, in the bottom of the first. One run on one hit, no errors, no one left on. We go to the top of the second. Cornhuskers 1, BYU 0 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: We go to the top of the second here in Lincoln. And as they have done in the first three games of this series, Nebraska has opened on top. Solo home run, leadoff home run for Cam Chick in The first making it 1-0 and leading off the BYU second, Ryan Sapedi Cougars had one hit in the first inning, but Brock Watkins was erased on the base pass on a line-out double up. And Cipede. Watches ball one, whiz by at 88 miles per hour. Jackson Brockett making his first start of the season. As Nebraska is thin on arms right now, and the plan is for Brockett to go only maybe two innings. In this one, his long outing is four and a third, and that's three straight balls from Brockett to Ryan Sepedi. So Sepedi fixing to take. And does for strike one. Three balls and a strike to BYU's RBI leader, Ryan Cepedi, the right fielder. Brockett working briskly. And that's grounded to short. Handled well by Cervantes. The The throw to style is in time. And it's one gone for BYU here in the top of the second. Efri Cervantes. Getting his seventh start of the season at shortstop. Started the, third start of the second of two yesterday on. at Austin shortstop. Deming. It was his first action of this series. So for Ryan Cepedia, 6-3 ground out. And Austin Deming will hit. Tied for first in runs is Austin Deming, who takes strike one, piped in from Brockett. More on Jackson Brockett. Again, that long outing four and a third is all. High pitch count, 64, and it came in his last game against Rutgers as the... Cornhuskers were swept by Rutgers last weekend. In that sweep, the capper was a 19-1 loss. And that's the worst home loss in 30 years for Nebraska. They lost lost that badly 30 years ago, 19-1 to Creighton, high and away, 1-2 the count to Deming. It's their worst loss anywhere since a 19-run loss at Oklahoma State, but more on that in a second. As that's grounded to third great play by Anderson a diving stop and a fire to first and that's two gone Max Anderson's been excellent yes he's had an error in this series but he's more had more great plays than routine plays at third base and that's a diving stop of a shot that was destined for the 5-6 hole and to go through the left side for a hit for Deming Max Anderson robs the hit and throws to first for the second out I'm not going to forget that 19-run loss for Nebraska back in 1995. But first, the first pitch to Hayden Latham. That's taken for strike one. The loss at Oklahoma State in 1995 was 37-18. to 18. <laughs> Scored 18 and lose by 19. That's inside for ball one. Yeah, the live aluminum bat era was alive and well that day. As Oklahoma State won 37-18 over Nebraska in Stillwater, it's the worst loss since la- uh, before last Sunday, when Rutgers won 19-1 here. That's taken strike one and two to Hayden uh, to Hayden Latham. So a 6-3 ground out and a 5-3 ground out for the first two batters here in the second inning. Nebraska won, BYU no score. Brockett kicks and fires, and that's a ball that bounds off the catcher's gear and will even the count at two and two with two gone here in the top of the first. Nebraska's had a rough go. They've gotten run out of a few games this year. And that sweep by Rutgers last weekend was a tough one to take. The 2-2, and that's lined right to the pitcher off his glove. He'll recollect fire, and that'll do it. So ball never left the infield in the second inning for BYU. For the Cougs, no runs, no hits, no errors, no one left on. Bottom second, Cougars and Cornhuskers 0-0 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: Nebraska 1, BYU 0, bottom second. Leading off of the Cornhuskers, the D.H. Nick Wimmers. Jansen Kiesel working third base side of the rubber, winds up and delivers, and that solid contact to the opposite field. But Dawson Hall watches it into his glove, and that's one quickly out here in the bottom of the second. So back-to-back flyouts for Nebraska to Dawson Hall to end the first and start the second. BYU on the year, by the way, hitting 245 against left-handed pitching, but in this series, the Cougs are hitting 103, three for 29 against lefties, and the Huskers have a lefty on the mound today. Cougs do have one hit off of Jackson Brockett. We'll see how much longer he is for this game. He's gone two. Jansen Kiesel into his second and top of the zone, but called strike one by Robert Wrights. Today's home plate umpire is Robert Wrights. Tim Winningham at first, Tim Farwig at second, Clint Wheeler at third. That's a little higher at 93 miles per hour. The fastball misses up top for one and one with one out, no one on here in the bottom of the second. Cornhuskers one, BYU zero. The freshman Jansen Kiesel, four, buck 85. The rookie out of Gunnison. And he's low and away for ball two. Two and one to the left fielder, Leighton Banjoff. Banjoff, the right-handed hitters in the batter's box, awaits the 2-1 open stance. And that's a shot up the middle on the ground. So a single straightaway, and the second hit of the day for Nebraska. It was a lead-off home run, solo shot in the first. And now a single up the middle here in the second. <laughs> Efri Cervantes right, will now hit. Oh, Efri yeah. Cervantes. Zaya's six-game reached base streak end yesterday. 0 for 4 with a strikeout on his day yesterday. So runner on for Cervantes. Kiesel from the stretch. He's a grounder to Watkins, to Pratt for one, and that's, oh, he dropped it. They got the out, and then he dropped it on the exchange. So that was going to be a 6-4-3 DP, but as Ozzy went to his glove to fire to first, the ball popped out. The outs were at second, so it'll go down as a fielder's choice for Cervantes. A 6-4 fielder's choice as Banjoff is erased on the base pass, 6-4, and that was going to be a 6-4-3, but... Ozzy just couldn't squeeze it as he made the exchange to throw to Sardina. So one out, beg your pardon, two out and one on. The one on is now Cervantes reaching on the fielder's choice. Core Jackson, the second baseman hits. He's the eight hitter in the order. And he has that distinctive crouched batting stance. It's a left handed bat for Cor Jackson. One ball, no strikes. Kisa will check at first. Cougars have ten pickoffs on the year, but diving back safely is Cervantes. Score Jackson hitting lefty. Wimmers will hit lefty against righties as a switch hitter, and Cam Chick is also a left-handed bat. BYU has three lefties in today's lineup, and that's taken for ball two. I beg your pardon. Strike one. They did call that strike one on the outside. One and one with two out, one on here in the. Bottom of the second, Nebraska 1 and BYU no score. Four-game series, single-game Thursday, doubleheader yesterday, 7-inning, 9-inning, and then the closer today. Cooks looking to draw even all time in their series with the Cornhuskers. The 1-1, and it'll be checked back to Sardina again. So the count's even. The outs are two, and Cervantes takes his lead off of first. Core Jackson looking for his first hit of the series. He's 0 for 6 with a strikeout. A long wait from Kiesel. Kicks and fires, comes inside. Breaking ball missed at 84 miles an hour for ball two. Two balls and a strike. So 2-1. And that's called strike low. It's around the kneecaps at 89. Two balls and two strikes now to Core Jackson. Cook's looking to get out of the inning with no damage done here. The Cornhuskers have their second hit of the game. Cervantes at first. And Jackson digging in, awaits the 2-2 from Kiesel. And that's a swing and a miss, and that'll do it for Nebraska in the bottom of the second. For the Cornhuskers, no runs on a hit, no errors, a runner left on. We go top three, Nebraska one, BYU zero on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: Well, BYU has broken out well this season, outscoring opponents 43-29 in the first two innings, but BYU has not scored a run in the first two innings of this series either game alex sardina just called for time stepped out and it wasn't granted and jackson brockett blew a strike into the catcher with no one in the batter's box for strike one to sardina and now it's taken strike two so sardina's got to dig his way back brockett was just about to begin his windup alex called for time stepped out the pitch came and it was a strike And now Alex goes opposite field to the berm area down the first baseline. Count stays 0-2 to Sardi. Sardi has done well since coming in as a replacement for Jacob Wilk, who was a BP scratch yesterday. Sardina yesterday was 2-7 for with a run and 2 RBI. That's a swinging strikeout for Sardi. And the first K of the day for Jackson Brockett. Mentioned Jackson might just go two innings, but he retired... Five of the first six that he faced. And they've kept him into the third inning. So it's a swinging strikeout for Sardina. Jansen Kiesel the other way has a swinging strikeout. So each pitcher with a K. And Mason Strong will hit next out of the eight hole. The catcher, Mason Strong. His second back-to-back start at catcher in, I think, since the Gonzaga series when he started back-to-back games behind the plate. He came in late in game one yesterday, started game two, and now... Plays the series capper here, the 1-0. And that's good contact at the gap in left center. It'll be cut off by the center fielder holding Mason Strong to a single. But Mason Strong has his second hit of the series. He had the game-winning home run yesterday. Mason Strong with a solo shot in the eighth to win it 7-6 for the Cougars yesterday. And Mason getting his sixth start at catcher. Has a hit to lead off the third inning for BYU. We're top three, Nebraska one, BYU no score. Strong on first, and the nine-hitter Dawson Hall having himself a nice series. Check swings and goes for strike one. May have called that strike one. Not sure that he went through. So Dawson Hall two for eight, and he has a solo home run. Make it part of the two-run shot for Dawson yesterday. And tied the game at two, actually. Dawson behind 0-2. So no balls, two strikes to Hall. That'll be a chopper foul on the ground. Into the BYU dugout, the ball will bounce. Yeah, Dawson two for eight in the series with that two-run home run, three RBI. And the one run he has scored came on his round tripper. A cool, breezy morning in Lincoln as just outside tried to get Dawson to chase and would not. He's was off speed at 76. One ball, two strikes. Temperatures up to 39 right now. Feels like 32 with a wind of 12 miles per hour. The kick and fire, and that's again outside edge. And again, ball is the call. So, two balls, two strikes to BYU's left fielder, Dawson Hall. Dawson has just five hits on the air, but six RBI. That's hit in the air to left field. Leighton Banjoff is back and makes the catch. And retreating to first base is Mason Strong. So, a fly out to left for the left fielder. Dawson Hall brings up the top of the order, now and Ozzie Pratt. Ozzie with hits in seven of his last nine. He's BYU's batting average leader. He's hitting 333 on the year. He led off the game with a 4 3 ground out. Jackson Brockett, the left-hander on the hill. And he'll check Mason Strong at first. Mason shuffles back. Strong at first and two gone here in the top of the third. Nebraska one, BYU no score. Cougars playing catch up again. They've trailed in every game. That's a number. Just roll to the first baseman, Jack Style. He'll saunter on over, tucks the bag, and that'll do it. BYU in the top of the third. No runs on a hit, no errors, or runner left on. We go bottom three, Nebraska one, BYU nothing on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: This is BYU baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: First baseman, Jack Style leads off the Nebraska third. Jansen Kiesel on the mound for BYU. Sets on the third base side of the rubber. Fly ball back to the track and right. The wind blowing out, and it's gone! Again, Ryan Sapedi thought it was going to be caught on the track. And that wind blowing strong out to right just kept carrying it and carrying it for the second solo home run of the day. That was a fly ball to right. And the way Ryan Cepedi reacted, he just set up for the catch. And as he sat up for the catch, it just kept going and going and blowing and gone. So 2-0 Nebraska. On a ball that off the bat, Sapedi thought he was going to catch. And that wind is no joke. And we've seen home run after home run to right field in this series, and that's two solo jobs here for the Cornhuskers, leading off the first and leading off the third, 2-0 Nebraska. BYU trailed 2-0 yesterday, came back. A swing and a miss from Cam Chick, top of the order. No balls and a strike. BYU trailed, trailed both games yesterday 2-0 before coming back to win. 3-2 and 7-6. And they trail here 2-0. And that one surprised Ryan Cipidi by how it got out of here. The short wall and right. It's only about a five-foot wall there at the bullpen. Maybe even only four as the fence drops down right in front of the bullpen and... Sapiti could have been reached over the wall, but it just carried enough for a 2 0 lead. Cam Chick has a 2 1 count on him. Left handed hitting, Cam Chick fouls back and out of play here at Hawks Field at Haymarket Park. This 8,486 seat venue also home to the minor league, independent league, Lincoln Salt Dogs. In the pantheon of great minor league names, you can add the Lincoln Salt Dogs to the list. The 2-2, that's high for a full count. Jansen Kiesel just threw his 33rd pitch of the game. The 3-2. And that's a seven-pitch walk to Cam Chick. So Chick is aboard, and still no one out here the top of the third. Jack Style led off the inning in style for Nebraska with a solo bomb to right. It wasn't so much of a, a, a bomb as it was just lifted and carried over the wall and right with this strong wind from the north blowing straight out to right field right right now and the wind hasn't stopped blowing since we got here on wednesday and then with the cooler temperatures it is making for a brisk day indeed 2-0 nebraska but again byu's been here before both games yesterday saw nebraska take a 2-0 lead before the cougars came back for victories in both games Nothing but one-run games this weekend. 1-0, 3-2, and 7-6, the three final scores. Kiesel checked first base. And now comes plateward. Runner takes off. A foul tip will bring the runner back to first. Chick was stealing. And Chick's not the most successful runner on the base pass. One for four on his bag swipes this year. And he was taking off. Maybe the hit and run as it was foul tipped. So no balls and a strike to Garrett Anglem with Chick on first. Anglem in the box. Anglem is Nebraska's doubles and triples leader and has reached in eight of his last nine games. He's productive. 0 1 forthcoming to Anglem. Another check back at first from Kiesel who now glances back at the runner, Chick. Kicks and fires. It's a breaking ball at 74 that misses high. Four-pitch mix for Jansen. Fastball touching 97. Slider in the low to mid-80s. Curve at the mid-70s and a change in the low 80s. That's the Kiesel profile, one and one, the count. No one out, runner on first for Nebraska. Bottom three, the Huskers up 2 nothing. Mason Strong sets up outside. The windup and delivery. Chick will take off. It's a swing and a miss. Good throw, and they got him! Mason Strong with the cot stealing. Cam Chick's now 1-for-5 on stolen base tries. And that may have been hit and run again. Anglem was swinging and missing. For one ball and two strikes to count, the scoreboard's got to catch up, and now it does to one and two, and the base runner is erased on a cot stealing. BYU's now caught eight runners stealing this year. Opponents are 26 for 34 on the base pass. That's high for ball two. And Mason Strong just threw out his second runner of the season. Including one yesterday, threw off Banjoff, uh, threw out Banjoff yesterday. So two and two, strong setting up outside. Bases empty now and one gone. And that's off speed for ball three. Three and two the count. The full count delivery from Kiesel. Anglum. oh, Anglum thought he was off for a walk instead the umpire says you can walk to the dugout that's caught looking as Anglum took what he thought was ball four Robert Wrights clearly had other ideas on that pitch and that'll be two out here in the bottom of the third Nebraska two and BYU no score Garrett Anglum retired on the backwards K and strikeout number two on the day for Jansen Kiesel now faces the third baseman Max Anderson Anderson retired on a 4-3 ground out in the first That's a breaking ball at 79, misses high for ball one. Nebraska two, BYU nothing. Familiar territory for the Cougars here in Lincoln this weekend. Cougars have not scored first in any of these four games, but they've won two of them so far. And that missed everything, including Mason Strong's glove that he threw up to try and catch that second pitch that sails over Strong's glove into the box backstop for ball two. So Jansen Kiesel has to get back in the count here on Max Anderson. The 2-0. Righty v. Righty here. and That's a swing and a miss. Good way to do it. 2-1 the count. That was pitch number 42. And 22 of the 42 for strikes. So about half and half right now on the ball strike variety. And now that's a swing and a miss for, ball t- uh, for strike two. So 2-2 two two the count from 0-2 two to 2-2. Two Kiesel gets a couple of waves from Anderson. The Nebraska third baseman on a 3-for-10 series. Now 3-for-11 after his ground out in the first. The 2-2, and that'll be inside to fill the count at 3-and-2. Nebraska 2, BYU nothing. Cougs have not done early scoring this weekend. But they've eventually come. that's a walk that'll be low and away so Anderson will take his base and that is the first free pass issued by Jansen Kiesel today Kiesel's given up four hits including two solo home runs and now a walk with two out and there's already action up in the BYU bullpen and that will be a conference on the mound coach Trent Pratt's gonna come on out and check with Jansen and again they're warming in the pen. Jake Porter is warming up, and that's going to do it. They're going to go early to the hook. So Jansen doesn't get out of the third inning. It'll be a PZ Printing pitching change. Jake Porter's coming in. It's a PZ Printing pitching change. Brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. We'll take a 60-second pitching change break on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: Well, Jansen just didn't have it today. He went two and two-thirds and threw almost as many balls as strikes. 23 strikes to 22 balls in Kiesel's 45 pitches. He gave up three runs. I beg your pardon, he gave up three hits, two runs. Both earned both solo home runs. He walked two, struck out two. And it's a short outing for Jansen today. Two and two-thirds bringing in Jake Porter. Jake making his sixth appearance of the season. Everything out of the pen. Long outing, three innings. Seven and two thirds on the year. Less than a hit per inning at six hits allowed. Two runs, both earned. He struck out five to two walks. No home runs given up. Of the six hits given up, two for extra bases. His record's 0-0 with a 2.35 ERA. The right-hander Jake Porter is in on a PZ printing pitching change for BYU. I mentioned Cougars haven't done a lot of early scoring in this series. In the opener, BYU did not score at all. In the second game, Cougars didn't score till the fifth inning. And yesterday, the Cougars did not score in the first or second. Did get two in the third. But the Cougars have been really good at scoring in the first two innings this year. It just hasn't happened this series. And the Cougars trail 2-0 in this one. Nebraska's up 2-zip. We're bottom three. Two out and one on for Porter as he faces Griffin Everett with Max Anderson on first base. Just reaching on a base on balls. The last batter that... Keisel faced was Anderson, who walked, and that's a half-swing called strike on Everett. So no balls and a strike to Griffin Everett. He's on an 11-game reached base streak coming into today. He's the home run and RBI leader for the Cornhuskers. Hitting cleanup, number 16, Griffin Everett. Flight out to left in the first. He's got a man on first here in the third inning. Runner fakes a takeoff, and that'll be a foul out of play down the first baseline. First batter Jake Porter faces. Gets behind 0-2. So Everett in the 0-2 hole. And the Cougs in an 0-2 hole in this game. Cornhuskers lead at 2-0. Strong, steady wind out to right field on a cold day here in Lincoln. Morning baseball. That's up the middle. Grounder to... Watkins, he'll just walk it to first, step on the bag, and that'll do it for Nebraska in the bottom of the third. For the Cornhuskers, one run on two hits. There were no errors. A runner was left on. We go to the top of the fourth, Nebraska 2, BYU 0 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.